Welcome back to another episode of Can I Record This? I'm your host, Nikki Smith. I'm so sorry. I'm a few days late putting this out. It's been a wild week and a half. I had my sister and my nephew in from BC. I hadn't seen them in a few years, so it felt so good to have them here. I just, you know, spent all my time trying to be a really good host. And then I had another friend pop in um, who just needed somewhere to stay. He was in visiting some family. So... Um, I apologize, but uh, I hope you didn't miss me too much. It's just us today. I uh, don't have anybody joining me. We are going to get around to the girlfriend test. Uh, Scheduling conflicts have just made it very difficult, but I have been collecting a lot of questions. So I thought, why not just hang out the two of us and uh, go through some, some questions. Some of our listeners need my advice. (laughs) Um, first off I did want to mention just a few things going on uh, in the headlines lately are we still trying to free Britney Um, I feel like this has been a trending hashtag for the last decade Um, it seems like modern day slavery to me or trafficking Um, the fact that her dad isn't behind bars is crazy to me. He's been mismanaging her money. He's been keeping her on drugs. It's nuts. And then I fell down the YouTube rabbit hole um, like a week ago and I started watching videos like her early, um, the performances from around like 2008 when um, that's basically how I, what I feel like is when her team really started um, keeping her like on the lithium and stuff. You could kind of tell she was a lot more drowsy. So I watched the one performance where like it was highly criticized. I feel like that was sabotage. They didn't even give her a microphone. Like, I was looking as hard as I could. I don't think they gave her a microphone. It doesn't look like they gave her her regular dose of Mountain Dew and Pixie Sticks. Like, she looked very uninterested in being there. She was moving around like she hadn't stretched or anything. Like, she had just rolled out of bed and was in the middle of a dress rehearsal or something. Um, I feel like that was a calculated move by her team so they could go back to this judge and say like listen she's clearly out of her mind well yes she's out of her mind because you took her out of her mind watching the struggle just drives me crazy I just I don't even know where to begin with it because this is something that like had she been like, ugh, I'm not even going to get into it because it's just going to get into like pissing on Justin Timberlake. And I think that if you think that women uh, have equal rights as men, that's a prime example. One of the most powerful women in the world doesn't have access to her own cash. She's kept on an allowance. She's given drugs. Where I came from in my hood, when you um, supplied somebody with drugs and then pushed them out to do things that benefited you um, monetarily, that was illegal. That was trafficking. So I don't understand how this has even been allowed for so long and how she's in court trying to fight for her rights when really her dad should be fighting to keep his ass out of jail. It's crazy. 
So, anywho, free Britney. It's about fucking time. So, uh, speaking of free people, uh, Bill Cosby has been released from jail on a technicality. So, that's that. Um, I hear that he wants to get back into comedy. So, how much do you want to bet there'll be a three-drink minimum there? Oh, I can't even joke about it. It's so gross. I'm so grossed out by the the justice system here. (sighs) Right next door over in Alberta, they say uh, justice was served to Bradley Barton, who was charged with manslaughter um, in the murder of Cindy Gladue and uh, was sentenced to 12 and a half years. Uh, for those who don't know the details of the story, um, she was a <clears throat> she was a prostitute. He had hired her for sex work and essentially uh, killed her um, in a hotel room. Um, I should have probably put out a trigger warning uh, before we started to discuss this. So if if this if the like there are some disturbing details. I'm not going to get into um them too much, but certainly uh trigger warnings. This woman was basically fisted to death. Um I don't think so, Bradley. I think that uh your lack of honesty throughout the case, I think that um you saying that you didn't know the severity of her injuries, um, that uh you admitted to saying, you know, if I if I was gonna kill her, she'd be put in my truck and drove two thousand uh miles out and put on in the ditch or something. Um, the sketchy porn searches leading up to uh the um I don't think that's what happened in that hotel room that night. And I think that the zigs and the zags that this man took the um, jury through <clears throat> prove that he's not being honest. So this whole essential end story of him just sticking his fist inside of her for 10 minutes and then her coming out with an 11 centimeter abrasion that could have been, uh, death could have been prevented uh, if medical attention uh, would have been received within 20 to 30 minutes. So this is a woman who had three kids. Now, I'm not going to uh, get into the gruesome details of childbirth, but I can tell you we suffer for a lot longer than 10 minutes and there's a whole lot more in us than a fist. So I can tell you that the the story doesn't add up. So first and foremost, that's not manslaughter, that's murder. The porn searches leading up to that night show intent to severely hurt somebody. So I think that that's first, but how the case went through, and I definitely recommend if, if it's of interest to you, then go and look into the details of it um, because of like how she was treated going through the court system and how many women uh, or people who are in sex work are treated throughout the court process. Um, It just seems that once you decide to do something like that, you're not a human anymore and you're still a human. The moments leading up to her death 
um, the photo shown of them in the hotel and stuff, he was holding her hand and there is no way that this woman knew what was about to happen in that room. And I've said it forever. That's why I'm not, we don't have strip clubs in my city and I will stand up and vote every time they take it. They say we're archaic by not, but I just feel like when we still live in a world with these monsters hiding in, you know, in the background that we, if we cannot protect these workers and if we cannot eliminate, um, trafficking where children and men and women are taken against their force and put into this system, then we really don't need to have the gates legalized. Um, because I can tell you that if I was a fucking criminal or if I was a monster, um, these would be the areas that I go and poach. And then again, I, I've been around for 30 years, so I can see how these people are treated within the court system that you can do something so gruesome and you can kick and scream and lie about it for 10 years and go through the appeals process, you can tell this man does not think that he should have really any punishment for what he's done because he appeals everything and he'll probably appeal this sentence. Oh my God, it just makes me tremble. It makes me so angry. Um, 12 and a half years for leaving somebody to die in a bathtub um, and just going about your business and then just the lack of remorse shown through the uh, process and then like I said how she was put on display at or during uh, the court process just everything everything just makes me want to barf so there there's our justice system and I don't even know if I'll post that because it's pretty gruesome details. But I mean, that's it is that these are the things that are actually happening. And we kind of have to talk about it in order to avoid these things in the future. Um, this one was a simple like, I know that we can't have people want a certain level of privacy. But are we owed privacy when so many crimes have been committed and planned days leading up online? Is this something, should we have that protection when um, Casey Anthony's daughter could still be alive? Had something been flagged when she was Googling how to um, kill a child and, you know, where to buy chloroform and all of that bullshit? This one is another one, really gruesome porn searches, you know, some type of monitoring would have been like, hey, maybe we should keep an eye on this guy. And at the end of the day is the sex trade illegal or not? I mean, this had gone down in a bar in a hotel. So these places that facilitate. Uh, <sighs> okay, moving on, moving on to the much, much lighter topics, because I'll lose my freaking mind. Mindy Kaling has uh, released some um, comments just in defense to people not wanting her to voice Velma in the new Scooby-Doo spinoff. Um, again, it's so crazy to me that we're still facing this race battle where people of certain colors can't play certain characters or sorry, certain ethnicities. Um, that's just nuts. I think it's so funny. I think there are a lot of people just looking to uh, bitch and if honestly you cannot accept a brilliant mind like Mindy Kaling who has written on so many amazing um 
projects she has been such a big part the office just came back with like a hit i don't know why i watched it you know 10 years ago when it aired um and that got really popular she had both hands in on that show uh, she's writing the new uh, Legally Blonde um, with the assistance of Reese Witherspoon. Uh, she's so cool. I can't believe that she's facing any kind of uh, BS with playing Belma. She's going to do amazing. And uh, for anybody who is pissed off about it, um, I also heard that she's going to be a lesbian. So, haha, <laughs> get ready to be mad over stupid shit. Um, also in my news feed, Benifer, or do we call them Belo now? I don't know. Um, I was really, cause I've seen them in the headlines since her and A-Rod split and I didn't want to believe it. I just thought, you know, maybe she's just chilling with him and they're roaming around and having a good time. And they really hadn't shown really like physical affection, not that I've seen so far. Um, and then they posted, uh, like they basically remade the shot of them laying on the yacht and he's got like a handful of her ass and they're making out and uh, I'm so disappointed. I would honestly not be opposed to this because JLo clearly has to be a brilliant woman uh, to do everything that she's done. But am I the only one in the world that's seen the Ben Affleck Instagram video where somebody unmatched him on Raya and he tracked her down on Instagram and sent her a message saying, hey, it's actually me. Why'd you unmatch me? Like, Barb, oh my God. I don't even believe that that girl didn't actually think it was Ben. I think that he's just got those like creepy vibes where, ugh, just gross. I couldn't even, I can't take a celebrity seriously that is like around 50 trying to pick up these 20 year old Instagram models. Like, I am sorry. I do not care how intelligent the 20 year old is. There is no way that you guys are enjoying conversation together. You are treating these girls like little tools and it's disgusting. I have no respect for that. Um, so just for JLo, I, I'm very surprised because I'm sure she knows or maybe she doesn't know. Like maybe she doesn't watch those uh, like, you know, TikToks or whatever. But I just I find it so embarrassing. I wouldn't be able to date a guy who was just on trying to pick up a girl 30 years younger than me um, in such a like classless way that you you think you're such a big shot. Hey, it's actually been <laughs> gross. Let's get into some questions, shall we? <sighs> Where to start? Here, this one's nice and light. My Tinder profile is attracting the wrong men. Help. Well, hmm, I would love to see the pro the profile because I love tweaking other people's profiles. And if you can get a friend to help you because it's so hard to like kind of market yourself so have like a, gr a good girlfriend or something help you with the profile um but as far as you know what photos to use um I would say 
if you are going to use filtered photos, use some of the less obvious filters. Like no ears, no butterflies above your head, no shit on your cheeks. Um, if, if you want to, definitely filter and facetune. Use like a nice pink glow or something like that. Um, I don't, I hate the men that say that you can't use a filter. Like if all I am to you is what this photo looks like, then peace be with you anyway. Like I'm got more to me than that. And, um, yeah. So if that's what drives you, you ain't the one for me anyway. So enjoy your filtered photos. And, uh, as far as the captions go, um, this is tricky for me because I don't like Tinder dating. I don't like online dating. I feel like, um, it's kind of like catalog shopping. Um, and then you have so many different conversations going at once. Um, men are asking you like really degrading things, like how much do you weigh and like barf. So Tinder first off is not my favorite method of dating. If I were like to give any recommendations, just like go, stand around and look lost in Home Depot. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, go out. Go out and meet people out in the real world. Um, and you'd be surprised too. I mean, you might know people in your group who are single that may have an eye on you, but really aren't that type of person that's just out shooting their shot all the time. So who knows? You may already know the person you're supposed to be with. Um, but if we must Tinder, uh, keep your captions light. Um, there's so many of us single girls out there. You don't need to list the names and ages of your kids. <laughs> They're not trying to date your kids. Um, I feel like this is something that we tend to do just because so many drop in the kid conversation like if it's like oh you know I do have a couple of kids and all of a sudden it's like they're gone um but I feel like to put those kids like on your <laughs> advertising tool I I just think that um this is about you you know what I mean like you are an individual over and above being a mother so I think that you know keep this focused on you keep it real um don't be like overly sexy I know a lot of girls is like like try to figure out how am I gonna get some traction here and they put something saucy on it I likely wouldn't do that um I feel like doing that just kind of puts you in a place where you're going to be objectified and Tinder is already used as such like a pump and dump site. So I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put anything saucy on there. You're just going to be attracting the wrong audience. Um, and same with just being misleading in your photos. I do think that um, a little filter and a little facetune uh, never hurt anybody. Um, but try to be realistic about, you know, like what you look like and stuff and what your body shape is and stuff because um you're gonna be someone's type no matter what you can be um a rail with you know no no tna and you're someone's type and you can be um a beautiful vivacious uh woman with all the tna and you're going to be someone's type so it's like marketing to the right audience is just be realistic about you know don't you know try to hide 
who you are because like I said you're somebody's type so uh keeping your captions somewhat light put in what you want to do I know that we kind of fall in slumps where we're working all the time or we're dealing with our kids if you have kids um and you're like holy man I haven't done anything in like three months what do you want to do you want to start rollerblading again put that in your tinder profile i'm looking for somebody to rollerblade with or if you you know haven't been out in a while you want somebody who you know maybe wants to uh check out some of the new places in the city or whatever it may be um put that in there and always be forward even you know if you're not online dating be forward with what you actually want and what your goals are um because that's going to save you a lot of time in the long run i would much rather be alone than be sitting with somebody uh, who's going to hold me back or you know make me feel insecure about my goals and aspirations so keep it real keep it light know your audience Um, and like I said if you feel comfortable send me the profile picture and just like privately we'll or sorry the profile uh, screenshots and we'll just go through it and we'll tweak it a little bit and um, we'll have some fun and then you can let us know if uh, it worked out for you so what do we have next so this one I think I'm being trolled a little bit Uh, You laugh about cheating. Do you think it's funny hurting people? (laughs) No, I don't. Um, Hurt people hurt people. Uh, When I was, you know, cheating, I wasn't in a good place in my life. I had uh, had to deal with some shit. And, you know, back in 2013, I lost my mom. And then a few years after that, I lost my aunt. And then a year after that, or six months after that, I lost um, their best friend who I was very close with. And then a best friend's dad died. Like I had just been dealing with so much loss. And in the midst of all that, you know, I got fired from a job um, that, you know, I feel like I you know, while not fired, it was like a restructuring or whatever, basically, you know, trimming the fat. Um, And then I had, you know, had some discoveries of my own where, you know, I didn't feel like uh, I really deserved what people were doing to me. So I went into like, um, demon mode. Is that what the kids call it? (laughs) I went into like full on demon mode where I, felt like I had no control over anything and I felt like I was losing grip on reality um massive amounts of alcohol um yeah I was just not in a really good place um but coming out of the other end of that uh and now being where I am today and I'm in a very you know good mindset I would not cheat on anybody or do anything to hurt people um I really I'm sorry and I don't mean to laugh about it but I just feel like um first off I laugh at what's uncomfortable and second I just feel like we face so much in life um and I I kind of started facing all these realities early um but having somebody step out of a relationship or you know cheat I just feel like in the grand spectrum of things that have happened in my life, I don't think that's the worst. Like I still have love for people that, you know, maybe um, didn't have me, 
you know, first in mind when they were doing things. And I kind of understand what kind of shit mindset I was in when I did those things. So again, what I've been preaching is just kind of accepting people, um, even when you don't fully understand. So no, I don't think it's funny hurting people. I am sorry. Um, as I'm sure that everybody who's done me wrong is sorry too, (laughs) which that kind of rolls right into our next question. Nikki, I caught my husband of four years cheating. I want to forgive him, but I feel so betrayed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, not I'm sorry like it was me. It wasn't me. Uh <laughs> clearly. Um no, I'm sorry that you're going through that. And like I said, I've been there a, a time or two and I know it doesn't feel good. And I know being faced with um the decision of having to stay and continue to work on something like a relationship is continued work. Um, continued working partnership, but um, also, you know, being faced with the option of just being able to walk away and start over new. So really, it all depends on circumstance. Um, At the end of the day, it's your choice. You have to go with your gut. Your gut will never lie to you. When you get that pit in your stomach, you need to listen to it. I've said to, you know, a couple episodes back, is this my love story? Um, When you think of the grand spectrum of your marriage, um, what are the things that stand out to you? Were there more good times than bad? Overall, are you fulfilled and, you know, satisfied in your marriage? Um, what were the reasons that he had stepped out? Um, Has he been facing, you know, some unresolved trauma that's maybe peaking up in other ways um what type of affair was it like it was it just physical or was this like an emotional affair did she know about you how did you find out was this a confession or did you you know kind of stumble upon information um and then in talking about it where's his head at Is he cheating because he's done and looking for an out in the relationship? Or is he cheating, like I said, because of unresolved traumas or, you know what I mean? Have you guys been going through something? Um, If it is a physical affair, have you guys been going through something where those (laughs) physical needs of his haven't been met at home? Um, Is he remorseful? There's so many different things that tie into this and typically people will say, you know, straight for therapy. And if you feel like that's a good path for you guys, then go for it. But I think a lot can be said in just trying to have an honest conversation. How open is he willing to be about this now that, you know, it's out there? Can he go through the details with you? And, And like I said, is he remorseful? It's a really slippery slope. And like I said, no one can make the decision um, except for you. You do what's right for you. As far as I go, I have been um, in both situations where I didn't see the value in staying in the relationship. And then I have been in other situations where I did see the value in staying in. And there was more good than bad. And people do um, deserve forgiveness. So 
I say, if you want to do a follow-up and kind of give us some more details and we can kind of, you know, analyze it a little further, then you're more than welcome. Or if you want to call in and we could like do this live, I'll totally keep you anonymous. Um, but uh, like I said, sometimes it's just hearing uh, perspectives that kind of open little doors in your mind. And I've said forever that it is very, very hard. Humans are not meant to be monogamous. So when we get into these relationships, um, who we want to build a life with is not always who our preferred sexual partner is. So it does take a certain level of commitment um, to be able to, you know, keep all of that just in your fantasies or whatever. I don't know. But uh, I do think that open relationships will definitely be something uh, that we'll see more in the future just because we're kind of, especially after that COVID world ending bullshit, I think that everybody is just ready to kind of maybe like... It only has to be a betrayal if, like, you're being lied to about it, right? I don't know. We'll get into that again. And if anybody has an opinion on that or has been in an open relationship, I've never. Um, so if you, well, <laughs> half open. Um, if you do have an opinion on it and you do, like, you have tried it, get in touch with me because I'd love to talk to you about it and understand, you know, the aspects of like jealousy and communication and how how does one work an open relationship okay so we'll do one more on relationships uh before we get into the juice I've had a lot of nosy people asking about uh how I became unemployed and such so anyway before we get into all of that uh last one here on relationships I've been with my significant other for six years our relationship is okay he's a good guy but we don't go on dates barely have sex and I find myself wondering what it would be like dating other people oh man <sighs> okay well first and foremost your happiness and your orgasms are your responsibility um, we tend to, uh, do that to our partners where we kind of make it their responsibility. Like I, you know, want to go on vacation and I want to go on dates and I want to do this and I want to do that. Um, plan those dates. Don't be afraid to, uh, sit in the driver's seat of your own happiness. If you want to go on a date, plan a date and, you know, then I guess you'll, you can determine how much he wants to be in the relationship. Um, I don't believe in dragging men by their ears to do anything. Um, if everything's a pain in the ass and a hassle for him, um, the, like the things that you enjoy, then that's a problem. Um, if he doesn't want to enjoy the things that make you happy, then that's a problem. So I would definitely say like, just hop in the driver's seat, start planning some stuff. Um, see how receptive he is and then move on sorry I thought I heard someone joining me I think Marvin's trying to get in <laughs> so yes um then like how long have you been feeling like this um is this your love story uh I no reason to stay is a good reason to go 
Like if you haven't been feeling fulfilled and satisfied, uh, life is too short. We don't all get 88 birthdays. So if you, if this is something that you've really been pushing and something that, you know, is a reoccurring thought, am I where I'm supposed to be? Then likely not. So I would say you got some self-reflection to do. This falls more on you than it does on him. Uh, we tend to make this, uh, we tend to make our problems their problems and that's not very fair. So um, definitely just take a look within, see what's what, um, and let us know again if you want to give us a bit more detail and uh, go from there, then I would definitely be willing to um, dive a little deeper into this because I understand six years is a long time. I'm sure that you have friends that you've seen kind of come and go through different relationships over the time span that you've been in yours. Um, and I know that dating looks fun. It really isn't, but it looks fun when you've been, you know, locked up per se for the last six years. So, so the burning question in everybody's mind seems to be, why did I quit my job? And now that I have to find a new one, I'm asking myself the same thing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) no, Honestly, that's such a tough one to try to get into because there were so many reasons why I was um, kind of outgrowing my environment. And uh, without going into all of the gory details, um, just because I feel like for those who don't know me personally, aren't going to know or understand what I'm talking about. And then those who do um, will probably feel a little violated if I go into detail of uh, certain things. So I'm going to not do that. But what I will say is one of my biggest regrets from the last year and a half would probably be just dipping my pen in the company ink. I feel like uh, dating in the workplace, especially when you have a job that you actually like and enjoy, not a wise decision. I wouldn't recommend it ever. Um, Maybe just stick to dating clients. I don't know. (laughs) Don't date within the workplace. Uh, When it's great, it's great. When it doesn't work out, it's like a grenade blowing up in your fucking face. Um... But that changed the dynamic of my workplace when things went sour and when I was ready to kind of move on from that, I felt like looking to grow within the group, um, dating that person had fucked up my credibility I felt like there were so many people around me that thought, um, oh, she's, you know, just doing well because she's fucking so-and-so. And I've always been an extremely hard worker. I've always um, grown within uh, companies. I've always been offered excellent opportunities. And I've always been a hustler. I have always been able to step in and do miraculous things at work. And this was the first time that I ever did that. And really, I and I won't say no credit, I did get a few kudos within the group. And I definitely had people watching me. Um, but I don't ever want to be in a situation where someone thinks that I didn't earn what I have or that I didn't earn where I've got myself. Um, 
So that's one thing that I definitely, if I could change anything, that's probably um, what I would hop in my DeLorean and change, I guess. And then just moving into um, a new team. I think I undervalued my team last year and the magic that we were able to work together because we just knew each other so well. We'd become so close as a team that we knew where each other excelled and where we lacked and we were always able to slide in for the save. My gift was in charm and just making people feel special. Um, I had another manager who literally could tell you anything about any vehicle, any recall, you name it. Uh, He knew everything. He knew where to get special parts. Um, He was an expert. I had a finance manager that was almost too fucking good at his own job. (laughs) And then I had a GSM in the position um, and he was a master. He was the charmer with all the knowledge. So it was just, we had a team um, that like couldn't be stopped. We worked together. We were very much like... um, the book was wide open. We would have meetings, you know, this is where you're at right now. This is what your paycheck is looking like. In turn, this is what my paycheck is looking like. And we need to fucking do something about it. And we could all work together and figure that out. Um, Everybody had a voice and then kind of just switching over. I just didn't feel like it was the same. And I think in order to have success in this business, it's almost like running a play or like, um, high stakes poker or something um in order to succeed it it takes more than just one and uh yeah anywho I'm getting back into it though I've had my two months off almost I think I'm about a week and a half away from my two-month anniversary of sitting on my ass but I'm thankful for it because had I not taken a step back and I had prepared myself for so long from the beginning of the end um when that grenade went off in my face I'd been saving every dollar that I had because I just totally expected to be getting canned so just when everything had happened and I was basically told like listen your earning expectations are not going to be met here um I was able to say, okay, if my earning expectations are not going to be able to be met here, then I know I have a little bit that I could fall on. I know I have some shit that I've been meaning to do. Um, Allow me to take a step back. And I will say I was half bluffing. I thought for sure that they would, you know, give what they gave to the other people who had handed in a resignation. Like, what can I do to keep you? And, you know, maybe I'll let you do the things we told you we were going to let you do. Um, but no, they held the door open for me. So, um, that was that. And like I said, I'm about to get back into it. So I plan on being the same powerhouse I was last year. So I'll be uh, scooping up anywhere from 15 to 25 of those car sales guys. Get ready. (laughs) I think that sums up today. It was a good episode. I still have a lot of questions. Well, not a lot. I have a few more questions we'll go through next week. Uh, To sum up today, uh, free Britney, lock up Jamie Spears, lock up Bill Cosby, uh, throw the 
key away on uh, Bradley Barton. Um, Mindy Kaling can uh, play whoever she wants. Um, she's overqualified for the job. Her skin color should not disqualify her. Um, ben Affleck is on thin ice with me. I got my eye on you, bud. Uh, cheating isn't the end of the world if uh, you don't want it to be. Uh, Tinder dating sucks. And I'll keep you posted on the job search. So thank you again for joining us. Uh, another week of Can I Record This? I uh, enjoyed the solo episode, but uh, I prefer hanging with somebody. So if you uh, do have something to say and you'll allow me to record it, definitely get in touch um, and like and share and subscribe. Uh, we'll keep coming back week after week and you, uh, you are greatly appreciated for listening. I love you. Bye.